Welcome to The Buzz Pod, a monthly podcast produced by the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce. This program is made possible by Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation District 2, Banner Bank, Silver Reef Casino Resort, Loomis Trail Golf Course, Phillips 66 Ferndale Refinery. Here's your host, Sasha Sanguinetti. And as always, we add, yes, Birch Bay Library to our list of sponsors. In this episode, a recap of Discover Birch Bay Days. We'll preview a couple of upcoming October events that you don't want to miss. We'll tell you about our October Chamber Member of the Month and a nice visit with Gary Viss, Executive Director of the Linden Chamber of Commerce. Welcome to the October episode of the Birch Bay Buzz Pod. The natural beauty and recreation in this northwest corner of Whatcom County make it a great place to live and play. The Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation District 2 is your local source for fun. Group fitness classes, Zumba, yoga, strength and cardio, and pound fitness. Register for these and other activities at bbbparkandrec.org. Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation District is a proud partner of the Chamber of Commerce in providing special events for the community. Blaine Birch Bay Park and Recreation, where the fun happens. Immaculate Greens, unrivaled natural beauty, championship caliber conditions. Loomis Trail is the epitome of Northwest golf. With water in play on nearly every hole and tree-lined fairways, Loomis Trail provides a fantastic golf experience for those that want a challenge and those looking for a fun getaway. What round are you up for? Tee times available online at golfloomis.com. Start planning your perfect golf getaway today. Here's the buzz in Birch Bay. Well, here we are, Q4 of 2021. Wow. On the business side of things, we're here to help our members promote themselves. Please touch base with us if you have any holiday specials, deals, events, or even general updates. Our social and digital media reach is very strong and at your disposal as a member of the Birch Bay Chambers. Take advantage of it. If you're not yet a member, reach out and we'd be happy to talk with you. September started out with the 42nd annual Discover Birch Bay Days over Labor Day weekend. As has been the case with most of our events in 2021, it was scaled down a bit, but fun was had by all. The Friends of Birch Bay uh, Library held a pancake breakfast, and those in attendance enjoyed some trivia and music bingo that day. The Ducky Derby was brought back after a few years of being shelved, and a nice crowd showed up at the mouth of Terrell Creek to watch the scintillating action unfold. Billy Brown held the Crab Derby once again with some good-sized crabs pulled from the waters of Birch Bay. Pictures from the entire weekend can be found on our Facebook page, and thanks to all who attended and participated, and as always, thanks to all of our volunteers. We had big plans for the Back to the Future Rogue One A Star Wars Story double feature on September 17th to close out the season for our dive-in movies at the water slides. However, Mother Nature had other ideas, apparently not a fan of Michael J. Fox and, and Darth Vader. But wind and rain forced us to cancel the event. We certainly needed the moisture after such a hot, dry summer, but the timing was a bummer. We wanted to make that happen. Thank you to Ian and the crew at the Birch Bay Water Slides for the use of the parking lot this summer. And as always, thanks to the volunteers who give so generously of the time to make our events happen. Just because the summer season is over, it doesn't mean we're done with events. Tuesday, October 5th, sees the return of National Night Out. Law enforcement, 
fire department, and other first responders will be parading through Birch Bay neighborhoods with sirens and lights and lots of fanfare. Be sure to get out and wave and cheer on the parade. Route and scheduled start time can be found at birchbaychamber.com. We jump ahead towards the end of the month now, October 30th. We're excited to announce the first ever trick-or-treat on the berm. Local businesses and organizations will be set up along, you guessed it, the berm, for a safe and fun trick-or-treat experience. The route will start at the south end of the berm near the mouth of Terrell Creek and will culminate at the library property, uh, let's see, where there will be a costume contest, some Halloween trivia, hot cocoa, and more. The event will be 3.30 to 6.30 that evening. And it's a great, safe, and fun trick-or-treating experience. It will be family-friendly. If you're a business or organization that is interested in setting up a station, hey, drop us a line here at the Chamber and we'll get you set up with registration. Um, it is absolutely free to register. Uh, you'd just be responsible for setting up and decorating your booth along the berm and, of course, providing candy. Again, reach out to us at the Chamber if you're interested. You can drop me an email personally at sasha at birchbaychamber.com or you can call 360-371-5004. Again, that's Saturday, October 30th, our first ever trick-or-treat on the berm. And one more final note before we move on. There is a general election coming up November 2nd. They call these off-year elections, quote-unquote, and I hate that term. One could argue that these local elections affect us more directly than the national elections. So please take time to research what's going on this year's ballot and be sure and get those ballots turned in. Time now to recognize the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce Member of the Month. Meridian Towing. And oh, what a great friend they've been to us here at the Chamber uh, over this last summer season with moving our event trailer and uh, the trailer, the flatbed trailer that we put the stage on. Guy and his crew provide great customer service. You can reach them at 360-746-9100 or you can find them online at meridian-towing.com. Let them help with towing, 24-hour emergency services, Light duty welding, hydraulic service, flats, unlocks, impounds, battery service. They answer every call personally. They take your business that important that they personally answer every phone call to make sure you're getting the answers and service you need. It's great hometown service, Meridian Towing, this month's member of the month for the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce. Again, give Guy and his crew a call if you need any of those services we mentioned earlier. 360-746-9100. They're ready for your call, and you can look them up online at meridiantowing.com. Who knew it was so difficult to find the right bank? I know. It's so confusing. It's a cloud of uncertainty. And checking out your banking options? Oh, sounds overwhelming. Enough! With Banner Bank, it's easy to manage your finances, and help is here when you need it. Be gone, cloud! Oh, what does your dream getaway have luxury hotel rooms elegant suites and relaxing spa we've got that world-class wine spectator award-winning steakhouse we've got that washington's premier golf destination we've got that how about the newest slots table games and exciting promotions oh yeah we've got those too 
visit Silver Reef Casino Resort and hit the getaway jackpot. Silver Reef Casino Resort, located off I-5 exit 260. We've got that. Now, more from the BuzzPod. All right, we're visiting with Gary Viss from the Linden Chamber of Commerce, stepping out of Birch Bay for a moment because, uh, well, at the Birch Bay Chamber, we work very closely with the other chambers in the area, especially in Whatcom County. And and uh, Gary, thanks for joining us today on the Buzz Pod. Thanks for having me. We're actually using your equipment. This is a little weird. <laughs> hey, come over and interview me. And oh, by the way, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> no, that's fine. That's great. Good to get the dust off of it and make Limber, it work. Linden Chamber budget must be a little bit higher than the Birch Bay. Uh, we spent differently. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. <laughs> been an interesting 18 19 months and gary we could probably spend all day yes. talking about that but yes. everybody already is it's almost yes. white noise at this point so yes. i want to talk i want to go a different direction please do and and talk about what you're most excited about let's start with linden first obviously what are you most excited about what's going on in linden right now uh boy it's hard to pick one thing but if i if i could pick a few Mm-hmm. Uh, one would be, we've got a lot of industrial companies that are coming into the area, looking at projects, um, doing stuff, which is cool because that's, uh, working family wage jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, plus it adds to our tax base. Plus it adds to, um, the d- whole feel of the community. Um, that is an area we've been looking to diversify into, you know, but it, we want to get the right fit too. You can have industrial and it's not going to fit. So we wanted something that fits, which is what we're getting. Mm-hmm. Um, the The other thing is, at as we move forward from where we are, we've got interest from many businesses looking to locate, retail businesses looking to locate in Linden. We'll see how that plays out. Because I also know, I'm smart enough to know that as this drags on, you know, it, it tends to change people's what Mm -hmm. they can do and what they're able to do and what's the best choice for them. The other thing is just, you know, people are getting out, getting together more, visiting. We had the Northwest Washington Fair. That was fantastic. People got out to their uh, successful fair by what we hear. So we'll keep moving in that direction. You talk about industry and and different things coming. And and I was looking in the census numbers from 2010 to 2020, Linden's grown by about a third in, in, in a decade. And you and I were kind of discussing a little bit before we turn on the microphones. It, it's a delicate balance because, yeah, while Correct. you want progress and want to grow, Linden has a charm that not a lot of other towns have, and, and you want to hold on to that. Right. We're, we're, we're mostly a rural community or would be considered a rural community by many, many entities. Um, there is certain things that go into that, um, including, you know, how many people you got crammed in how much space. Mm-hmm. Um, and as that town, as our density changes, people feel, some folks feel like we're losing that. Um, just because uh, Linden, there, there's other communities like us. We're not totally unique. Mm-hmm. In some case, you could use the term special. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we're not totally unique, especially if you look at the overall United States. But we're a very family-oriented community. So that's something that's important. We're also a very relationship oriented community. So those broader relationships of beyond family, your friend group or social group or whatever, um, that's important for these people to continue to get together. That requires a certain type of space in which you live in order to do that. So um, I can understand some of it uh, for sure. 
Um, I agree with some of it. Some of it I understand we need to make certain accommodations. But, yeah, people find Linden attractive. A certain set of folks. Right. Not, uh, Linden's not going to be to everybody's taste. I get that. Um, but there's a lot of communities that aren't to everybody's taste. That's why we have different communities. So, sure. um, keeping our uniqueness, keeping our culture, if you will, um, that's something that we as a chamber put on the forefront. Um, in addition to our working motto in almost everything we do is we have, we create a strong community and therefore create strong businesses within that community but it's important for our community to be strong first. Right. The, the ag industry is, has taken some hits. Uh, oh fair yeah. To say. For um, sure. Matter of fact, it's, it's constantly under attack, which is something I've never understood. Right. I like to eat. I don't right. understand. What, <laughs> you As know. do I. Yeah, exactly. But you know, you see a lot of, uh, you know, the dairy, what used to be a flourishing dairy is now just Correct. a ghost of itself. And, and, and I know that's, that's tough to watch. Some may call it, you know, it's just a changing of the times or whatever, but how is, is the, that new industry that you were talking about really kind of how Linden's trying to compensate for that a little bit? No, not necessarily. Maybe complement it would be better. The, okay. the industries we have coming in, um, a lot of them are uh, egg or in need of egg products. So it helps. I've always said um, milk, berries, whatever. It's no different than coal or cotton. It's just a raw commodity that needs to have something done with it. It needs to, you know, value added is something, sure. you know, a term that was thrown about for quite a while. It's still used, but um, so we need those industries here that can help us add value so we don't have to ship that product out because then we capture more of the revenue right into our own community, which includes the jobs and, you know, everything else associated with that, the tax bases, as I mentioned earlier, and on and on and on. We're, we're, we're talking as, as residents, which we should be. Correct. <laughs> but if you were sitting in the Birch Bay Chamber office and you were talking to me as a potential visitor to Linden, so basically, I'm asking you to do my job sitting in the Birch Bay Chamber. But what would you tell people that are that, that were coming to Linden as visitors that maybe had a day to kill or something along those lines? Well, if you're coming to Linden, what we like to tell people is we are the hub of Whatcom County. So if you want to stay here or stay around here, uh, we may not keep you busy for a whole week, but we sure can keep you entertained for a while. But we're going to send you out to other areas of the community like Birch Bay, Ferndale, up to the mountains. Um, we're not a one-stop fits-all. Uh, mm -hmm. but one thing we always encourage people to do is when you get here, go to our museum. The Linden Pioneer Museum is nationally recognized. It's got, uh, the largest buggy collection west of the Mississippi. Buggy. Buggy. Horse okay. buggy. Horse drawn buggies. That's actually how it got started. A gentleman by the name of Fred Polander, uh, collected buggies for many, many, many years. He was a, a draft horse person. Uh, upon his passing, his estate gave the community, all these buggies, and thus created the Linden Pioneer Museum. Since then, a uh, tremendous amount of Native American artifacts, uh, military-type stuff, um, community-oriented, more Linden community-focused stuff, Linden history, uh, to the point of, I think it's a 1-6 scale um, version of downtown that you can walk through. Hmm um right inside the museum so it's a beautiful place it's not just linden it's pacific mm -hmm. northwest history 
Um, f- very, very fascinating. So we want people to go there. We want them to go out to our parks, Bertheson Park. We have Linden City Park, depending on, do you got kids that you, we need to keep busy? Right. Then we're going to send you to the Million Smiles Playground at City Park. Um, community built playground built about 15 years ago. Um, Bender Fields just had a wonderful addition put in by the Mount Baker Rotary. They time they couldn't the timing couldn't have been any better because they opened it about April or May of 2020 when people were looking mm-hmm. for something to do. Right, uh, and it includes sand volleyball pits, basketball courts, pickleball courts, rock climbing wall, uh, just all kinds of neat stuff to keep. Younger folks busy. Uh, it's got a dirt track that was put in um, by a group for bikes, BMX bikes, any kind of bike, really. Um, and we also like to get you, um, depending on the time of year, we want to get you involved in some of our activities. activities yeah, yes. the, the ones Events. the chambers do, the, the main ones is in June. We have the Farmer's Day Parade to honor the local ag community. Uh, we have the Raspberry Fe- Northwest Raspberry Festival in July. And then the Northwest Washington Fair comes up in August. And in December, first weekend in December, uh, is the Northwest Lighted Christmas Parade, which it's about an hour, uh, an eclectic group of Mm -hmm. decorated units. Um, Some of them are unbelievable what people can do. We've had had one unit one year came through, um, had ice skater right on the top that skated through the parade. They had a five by five frozen sheet of ice and she performed her um, wonderful, wonderful routines. Yes, it was just fascinating. We've had people come through with snow uh, making machines. So it creates this wonderful ambiance, uh, sense of Christmas. When is that again, Nagar? That's the first Saturday in December. Okay. I don't, I can't remember the date. <laughs> I'm a sucker for Christmas light yeah, parades. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. They do they do a great job. It's wonderful. Last year we had to modify it a little bit, of course. We're not going to do that again. We had a little bit of a traffic situation we created. But <laughs> yeah. this year um, we're, we're planning on doing it the traditional way we've always done it where people gather. We get about uh, twelve to 15,000 people into town, come and sit down. It goes from 3rd Street in Linden down to 17th or uh, 18th. So it, it's it's a good time. People look forward to it. It's also a time where uh, community members tend to gather, and you know they'll have a family soup night, or mm-hmm. they'll get together for a big steak or roast dinner afterwards, or something. They're always doing something. So it's been it's been fun to see that one evolve. Yeah, I, I moved out here from Kansas, the High Plains, and, and yes. there's a lot of those types of activities. Yeah. It, 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 again, we were talking before we got behind the microphones, and there's a lot of similarities of what I've seen in the Midwest with linen, with the, yeah. the people. The added, in, I remember after the Christmas light parade in the town we were at, there would always be a big soup supper yeah, at right, the American right. Legion. Yeah, 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 yeah. Before the parade, our um, firefighters put on a spaghetti feed. Again, yes. I don't know what's going to happen this year. Because of the unique circumstances, but you know they've done it in the past, and it's it's just a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun, and it's important for us as a chamber to continually build that community because it not only it does it help maintain it, but it passes it on to the next generation. Everything from just getting together to learning how to volunteer or learning how much it means to volunteer. Because obviously we can't do a lot of the events we do without the huge volunteer base we get. We figure, you know, between the three events, if you want to throw in the fair, which is its own entity, 
uh, into the mix, you know, you're talking, I don't know, 400, 500 volunteers easily. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're the ones that make things happen. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause we're similar to Birch Bay. You're a two person office. Is that correct? We're a 2.5. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) So without our, without help, without people who are generous with their time and talents and treasure in many cases, um, we just couldn't pull it off. It's just not going to happen. So. Well, in my case, the other one, in your case, the other one and a half, they're the ones that do all the work. Anyway. Yeah, well, for sure. And the sure. volunteers. Yeah. We're just the eye candy. Yeah. For, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you'd call me eye candy. Maybe. <laughs> Hopefully my wife would say that. But, um, yeah, but, you know, I, I'm blessed to have a crew. I have Tammy here, uh, who is our events coordinator, and, and she helps plan all of that um, and coordinate you know, the volunteers and stuff like that. And then I have Melissa, who is our uh, volunteer coordinator for inside the office. She also obviously brings people with you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, hey, can you help us with this event? And she also does our, we do a program called Cashback, um, where people uh, through a nonprofit will buy money, more or less. Mm-hmm. And then 5% goes back to that nonprofit. Okay. For whatever they want. And last year, I think we did about a million, close to a million five. Impressive. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we kept it in the community. Mm -hmm. That's money that went back. 5% of that went back into nonprofits. So it all helps. So Melissa stays busy with that. Uh, Tammy, you know, we're always planning. We start planning generally um, a year before. You know, before we're even done with the one. Then it's like, okay, we got, let's start taking notes because we want to change this or this seemed a little funny or whatever. So you start with that. It's an ongoing process. Um, so I, I am truly blessed to have a great team here. Um, and I hope, I hope they're around a long, long time. <laughs> Visiting with Gary Viss from the Linden Chamber of Commerce. Let's, uh, let's go back and pretend like it's September uh, 28th. That's when we're recording this. Let's pretend like it's September 28th, 2019. Um, because my question is going to be, what are some of the biggest hurdles or challenges that you see Lyndon having to face now? And obviously that's may have changed a little bit yeah, over the last yeah, couple of yeah, years, yeah. but there, there's still always those challenges and you've got Correct. the obvious one with COVID and the border right. being closed. Right. But right. if you had to transport back to 2019 and answer that question, what would it be? I think I would have to break it down to growth and how we're going to manage growth because that has an impact obviously physically uh on all kinds of things from a burden on services and Mm -hmm. i i don't mean burden like oh no this is a terrible thing but that's just how it's measured um to mental attitude what is our mental state Mm -hmm. you know and and how does that fix it now one thing i should say is Linden may may have a bit of a reputation as a closed community. We're a close community. We have people from every walk of life, every nation, every religion, every belief system ever created that mm-hmm. come into our town and call Linden home. Uh, they tend to focus on they are also family oriented in groups. Um, so they fit right in. They, it's a comfortable place for them. Uh, so when I talk about the changes, what I'm talking about is just having more people mm-hmm. generally. Um, it isn't the fact, you, you know, that 
It isn't the fact we're not diverse in thought. It's just the more and more people you get, it tends to, oh, man, you know, I, I don't know these people. I don't know who they are. So encouraging people to step out of the box, which is mm-hmm. always tough now. And I think the other challenge that goes kind of hand in hand with that is how we communicate, um, how we as a chamber communicate, maybe how the city communicates, um, how other entities communicate with each other to their customer base, because we're, it's so hard. Are you on Facebook? Are you on Instagram? Are you a Twitter person? Do you still read the newspaper? Do mm-hmm. you like newsletters? Do you listen to the radio? What, what, are you a podcast? person we like podcast people yes definitely so the the you can't get your message out one way anymore you've got to utilize all these platforms and it becomes a bit of a challenge it's it's really really hard and then if it's in written form it becomes much more challenging uh to not be misread or misunderstood um how i may write something up and intend you to read it may not be the way you read it and you may read it the totally opposite. And I may think I'm giving you a compliment and you may think I'm slamming you. When I was raising my kids, they'd want to talk about something serious and I'd get a text and be like, no, we're not going to discuss that. <laughs> yeah. Be just for that reason. Yeah. Right. You know, because right. so much gets lost yes. in translation. Yes. yes. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll give an example. I'm going to throw my wife under the bus here a little bit. Um, she for years liked to type in all caps. It just was her preferred way to type. You're yelling at me. Yes. Yeah, yes. And she had sent a, 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 a note to the library um, informing them that, no, in fact, the book they said hadn't been turned in, had been turned in, and therefore she owed no penalty. Late fee. I got a call from the library director apologizing at, that she had made my wife so furious. And I said, first thing I said was, did she send you an email in all caps? Yeah. I said, she wasn't mad at all. That's just the way she types. That's just, yes. so we've since, you know, modified the way she communicates <laughs> by email, which has been beneficial. But that's one of the things that's so hard because as we, even as we go forward from where we are, let alone, you know, 2019, that communication is going to be key an understanding of each other, you know, uh, uh, voice inflection, you know, mm-hmm. if you, if you can't pick that up, that's, that can change the whole meaning of something so quickly. So what, that's something we're trying to focus on and get people to understand. We do do a lot of Facebook, um, here at the Linden chamber. And one of the reasons is we want people to understand where we're coming from. So the more and more you read a us, you're going to begin to understand us a little more and understand we're not trying to slam somebody or we're not picking on one business over another or whatever. Um, and in today's day and age, there's only so much you can do because there, there it, because is. we are polarized as yep, a society. Yep, yep. And we're my personal goal as chamber director here and as a community member uh, is to, we're going to work on that. We're going to get, because my personal opinion <laughs> Mm-hmm. This is where things go bad. Right. <laughs> um, is uh, contrary to popular belief, there is way more people in the mushy middle than there is on either end of the spectrum. Yes. And us mushy middlers uh, need to stand up and have our voice too. Now, it becomes a little more uh, necessary to articulate your message a little better, um, but still something that can be done. And that way we can begin to take those extremes and say, you know what, if, 
if you don't want to play ball, okay, that's your choice. But then you're in this box at the end, so you don't get to have input into this. Yes. You know, you're, you're not, that's not helpful. Mm-hmm. Either side. You're not, you're not being helpful. So we're not, you're, you get set out of the discussion and those of us in the mushy middle are going to figure out how we're going to proceed. Because my, again, my personal belief, I was involved for 10 years or so. It's getting to be a long time. <laughs> uh, 10 years or so I was on the Linden city council and then I was on the Linden park and recreation district. And then I was on the Linden school board. So I know a little bit about government mm-hmm. and it's always kind of been, I won't say a passion, but something I've, I've been interested in. Our system of government here in the United States was set up for just such circumstances where you had differing opinions. And then the government's role in that was to bring people together, have a discussion, come up with a solution that doesn't make everybody happy but is a way to at least maybe address some issue or move forward on some issue or something. These things take time when you involve people. When you got to change people's minds, that takes time. Persuasion is an art form, and it can't be rushed. So my goal is to get people to understand what the role of government is, mm-hmm. hold those who those elected officials that we have in office accountable to a standard of Working together, you know, I can rip anybody. That takes no skill sets exactly. whatsoever to insult somebody. Um, but to work together with somebody does take a skill set or at least some patience. So I want people to understand that because when most of the problems or issues, challenges, if you will, in a community are solved by the people of the community. Because if you can't win over those hearts and minds, then you can mandate it, but it doesn't mean people are going to follow it. And that's why um, they, they always, and, and it bothers me, they always call these off-year elections. Right. And yet when you're in a town like Linden, yes. Birch Bay, yes. Blaine, these are the most important These are the most important elections. Ones. These are the ones that are going to impact you the most. So tell mm-hmm. me, so you know, I, I, I have often used the example, tell me what's going to impact you more. Uh, an energy mandate on certain companies that comes from the federal government or how well your local fire department, police department, street crew, et cetera, is operating. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Yeah. I would, you know, I want nice roads in town. Mm-hmm. Do I take I five? Sure I do. And I want it maintained, but my local roads are going to impact me the most. My fire department is going to impact me the most. When I got a problem, I want them to be ready to roll. Let me drive your point home a little bit, too. From a visitor standpoint, I remember the first time I stepped foot in Linden, which was about two years ago, and the first thing that I noticed was, man, this is a clean <laughs> town. The roads are well-kept. Yeah. They're, they're obviously swept. The, yeah. the Everybody keeps it. That, that, that was my first impression yeah. as a visitor to Linden, Washington, and that, right. that means a lot. I, I came back to Linden yeah. the next day. That's nice. Because, you know, so that's what we want. So that's important. Yeah. Yeah. And it's important to, you know, all kinds of things like um, value of your home. You know, uh, we want your value of your home not to grow necessarily just because there's a housing issue and it's going up, but because there's an added quality there. Um, it's important. People will ask, you know, well, Linden has a law on how, you know, on how long your lawn can be. Nope. We got the same law 
I think it's in 42 states. Right. Yeah, it's a fire code thing, right? So, but people do kind of, I, won't, I don't want to use it too broad, uh, they maintain their homes because that's their biggest asset they have. So you're going you're gonna to take care of it. So we encourage people to help take care of it and mm-hmm. because we want you to succeed. Because if you're financially successful, you're going to have more money to spend in my economy, which is going to make my businesses better right. and stronger. So it's all, you know, how far do you break it down mm-hmm. and, and get people information that they need? Even to the point of, as a chamber, we've shared information on financial courses that come into the community. Um we maybe took a little bit of a bold step. And when the um, AIDS started coming out, when people were getting mm-hmm. stimulus checks, um, making recommendations on how to save some, how to give some, how to spend some, uh, you know, because we want all that to drive towards success. We, wanna, we want our businesses to have every opportunity and every advantage to be successful as they can. Gary Viss, the director of the Linden Chamber of Commerce. Gary, I have a feeling we could sit and talk for a lot we longer. I could. do have a little bit of a finite time on this uh, no podcast, but sure you we'll do. talk again soon. Okay, sounds good, man. All Thanks right. for having me. You bet. And welcome to Linden. The Birch Bay Buzz Pod. Well, and that brings to a close the October episode of the Birch Bay Buzz Pod. Thank you to Gary Viss, the executive director of the Linden Chamber of Commerce. Always great talking to Gary. And congratulations once again to Guy and the crew at Meridian Towing, our October member of the month, 360-746-9100 to reach Guy and his crew. If you want to reach us here at the Birch Bay Chamber, whether it be an idea for the Buzz Pod or any other th- uh, topic that you want to discuss, you can call 360-371-5004. Um, I would love your ideas on what you'd like to hear on the Buzz Pod. If you have any content ideas, pass those along. Again, 360-371-5004. You can also email the office, info at birchbaychamber.com. Check our website regularly, birchbaychamber.com, and be sure and follow us on Facebook. Facebook, and Instagram. Just search Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce. Don't forget, National Night Out coming up Tuesday, October 5th. We'll be coming to your neighborhood. Be sure and get out and vigorously support all the first responders that will be traveling through the Birch Bay community on October the 5th. And then Trick or Treat on the Berm. First annual event coming up Saturday, October the 30th from 3.30 to 6.30. November 2nd is the general election, some important issues on the ballot. Be sure and get out and vote. Have yourself a great start to the fourth quarter and a great October. We'll talk to you again next month. This has been the BuzzPod, a monthly presentation of the Birch Bay Chamber of Commerce.